Welcome back, back to another episode of the Dark Rum Podcast, Podcast, the show about monsters, myths, and mayhem. Today we're diving into the strange and eerie tales from the state of Texas. I'm Kyle. And I'm Matt. And I'm joined by Matt, our, our resident expert on all things spooky. Robots wrote our script today. It's fun. And Matt doesn't like it. He hates robots. It is too spooky for me. <laughs> oh, who's that? Oh, that's Jared, our new guest. That we've never had on before. Commendator. Too spooky for me. <laughs> All right, I think you hit your quote. I'm not. I'm not using that script. <laughs> oh, okay. I I mixed that one. I never got the, new the whole, script. Your script only had your your you had two lines, and one of them was, "Wow, that's too spooky for me. I'll just stick to commentating on the stories." Sorry, I'll stick to commentating <laughs> on the stories. Yeah, you got it. You nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. You weren't supposed to say it yet, but you nailed it. Best thing yeah. we ever bought on Fiverr. That's that's what I do. It's why I went to college and took drama classes and all that other stuff. Is yeah, for this moment. That was a really good choice, wasn't it? Like after we got rid of our captor, Jared, paying someone to come in and pretend to be him. Yeah, for like uh, six dollars an hour. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's so much nicer. One day we'll let him out of the cuffs. But I'm just glad that you guys picked me. The amount of Jared impersonators are crazy. It's so oversaturated. It's, yeah, it's kind of a flooded market. It's really strange too, because nobody knows who you are. Yeah, but yet there's so many people that impersonate you. Apparently, is a high demand. Anyway, <laughs> continuing our 50 States of Strange. Today, we are landing on Texas uh, just because that's what the robot gave me. That is the only reason. I don't think I picked the state. Just so you know, I think you called it 50 Strains of Weird. No, nope, it's, states it's of been weird. 50 States of Strange. 50 I've been Shades of Texas. It's 50 States of Strange. You called it 50 States of Weird. Oh, uh, that's what I... All of my notes say 50 States of Weird. Really? Yeah. I have in, if you listen to it it doesn't ever say that. Really? Hey, yeah. Look at this. I've listened to them recently. I think you've you've changed uh, dimensions again. Did you Yeah, are you Mandelaing me? You had another <coughs> another slider moment. If that's the case then you did cuz I literally listened to it yesterday. I'm going back into my files right now. <laughs> I I just was going off of whatever the first one was named when I uploaded it. And I was like it's strange. It was, it said weird. It was about the alliteration. You know I like alliteration. That's true, because you are illiterate. <laughs> also, <laughs> you're bad people. You're both bad people. You're the worst people in this room. You're paying me to be here. And you always try and pretend like I'm the bad one, but it's you. You're the bad people. I'm the greatest person ever. I'm the New Jersey does say strange. Greatest on the On iHeart. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm the GPE. To, Have to you been trying to figure yes. things out this whole yes, time? Shut up. <laughs> Just like Texas, I'm bigger on the inside or something. What's Texas the population work? density of Texas? Um, not the same as New Jersey. Not the same. Uh, but you know what, Jared? Since you asked, I do have some things about that. I thought that'd be a good segue into a bunch of stuff I don't care about. Unfortunately, Jared has been riding me like a workhorse recently, and we've literally been out on the road doing things for our other stuff ride like the wind bulls apparently uh, we, we, we've <laughs> been out riding each other that's what we've been doing <laughs> just riding each other eating food drinking drinks listening to ram ranch 
whatever that is. Uh, Texas is a state situated in the south central portion of the U.S. I bet you didn't know that, Jared. Yeah, totally. I've never seen a map before, including that one or that one. There's not even America's not on that one. (laughs) Neither of the Americas are on that one. Only half of Australia's on there. It wraps around to the back. Also, that map has weird words that aren't real, but apparently are real. They're old went, These are real words because me and Jared believed for a long time those are made up. It's a magical Matt map. Matt comes in. He goes, no, that's what that was called. I'm like, a cartographer. <laughs> Matt just thinks he knows all the history. But did Matt know that Texas is the second largest state both by size and population? What? It's got a, it's it's the second largest state after Alaska through size. And Alaska. the second largest. Ala- Alaska. <laughs> How do you say Alaska? Alaska. I just Alaska. say Alaska. No, it's Alska. I say like U-H. It's owls. You're saying it like a Scottish lass, like Alaska. <laughs> no, no. I'm saying it like it belongs to Al. It's no, he, he's saying, they're like, who's that? And he's like, that's Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> that's Alska. And it's got the second largest population after California, which I know California has so many people. Apparently, it's got number one. It's the number one peoples. Number one people, California. Number one people collector, California. Number two people, Texas. And you know what they say about it, though. No one's from California, though. Except for people that are. No one's from California. Texas's nickname, the Lone Star State, comes from a time when it was an independent republic. Oh, wow. And it became a state in 1845. I love that every other one was like, things that I never learned before. And now Kyle's like, this is... Fifth grade geography. I didn't have time. <laughs> Did you look up a fifth grade geography book? No, I looked up Wikipedia. Well, Kyle, this... just own it. Don't explain it. Explain it. And that is how Texas is Texas. Fine. All right. All right. Fine. We'll go into it. So in whatever year it happened, Davy Crockett, Daniel Boeing, 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 Boone, Boone, who made knives. Bowie. Bowie. And a bunch of other dudes, they went into a little tiny house and they fought the entire Mexican army that was being generalized by Santa. And then they died. They and fought Texas Santa was and the Mexicans. That's what you basically <laughs> just said. I just said they fought te- Santa. <laughs> At that time, Texas was still Mexico. So they're just fighting the people that they were with. They were there. They were Mexican. I feel like there's more to history. I don't know. I know that's most of the story, and they all died. Oh, except for Dan- Daniel. One of them ran away. They got a lot of oil, too. Oh, yeah. There's a fact there's for you. There's oil there. There's a lot of oil there. Yeah, a lot of open, empty space, too. Anyway, yeah. since now nobody learned anything takes, about history. Well, here's here's another, here's another important thing. Um, if you are in East... No, sorry. If you're in West Texas, like the furthest west of Texas... You are closer to Los Angeles than you are to East Texas. That's true. Texas borders like seven states. Yeah. I, I didn't realize until it's like recently. four in the United States and like four in Mexico. Well, also, did you know that Texas kept its shape and gave some of its land to Oklahoma for racism <coughs> and slavery? What? They gave it to them in exchange for that? Yeah, pretty much. There was like a rule that was like... Oh, I actually anything, did not anything, think you were going to say It yes. was anything above this parallel, like this, this you know, on, on this you know, yeah, yeah, latitude Mason and everything. Well, anything above that, Mason you line. couldn't own slaves. So Texas literally went... They said, we and, don't and, even and want they, that. And they said, we'll just give you this much 
to be right below that parallel, and then we'll we can have slaves. That is spooky, that sounds actually. that sounds like Texas. <laughs> if there is ever a more Texas thing said, it's here's some land. I'm sorry, people of Texas that aren't like that. Jared, I mean, just generalized you. You know, there's there's great people in every state, and we all know some states suck more than others. Yeah, every state that's not New Jersey, but it's why he started with it. Uh, excuse me, we're very mean in New Jersey, but we're also very kind. It's the greatest state in America. We're mean in a kind way. We'll be like you're kind of mean. We'll no, be like, yeah, hey, dipshit, you don't got nowhere to go. Come to my house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And California, they'll be like, oh, I'm sad no one loves you enough to invite you to Thanksgiving. What are you Not fucking even- stupid? You walked in front of that car. You That's like saying don't walk in front of that car. That's you, didn't, nice. you didn't even have a Friendsgiving? Oh, my God. I got invited to three. Oh, my God. You're like, yeah, nobody nobody invites you because you're fucking dumb sometimes. You want to <laughs> come to my house? <laughs> I don't think you're dumb. We're equal dumb. You're like, well, I, well, I think you're dumb. It's not a, it's not a rule breaker, not a deal breaker. <laughs> I'm from Pennsylvania. We just don't talk to people. What are you talking about? You guys are almost worse than us. I just act like I'm from like North Jersey whenever I, keep, I do Jersey stereotypes. I keep under like finding out this whole new thing of like the West versus East Pennsylvania thing. Oh yeah, you guys are terrible. Anyway, do you, you want to actually go somewhere spooky in Say, Texas? Where at? Let's go. I don't know where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go there? Because you need to find it. I do know where it's at. It's in Marfa, Texas. They're the experts. <laughs> Shut up. I'm a professional amateur. Let me go back to my robot notes. The Marfa lights, also known as the Marfa ghost lights, have been observed near the U.S. Route 67 on Wait, Mitchell Flat east are you of Marfa, saying, Texas. How is this spelled? Marfa. It's spelled Marfa. Spell it. M-A-R-F-A. Okay. okay. And then followed by L I G H T S. Yeah, Marfa lights. I thought you were saying Marfa lights like M A R F A L I T E S. I thought he was pronouncing Martha like um, Mike Tyson. Like he word. was one word? I Yeah, like I thought you were talking yeah, about like, like Israelites. He thought you were calling them Marfa lights. <laughs> That's what I've been thinking this whole time. Every time you've mentioned it, I was like, so there's like a cult in Marfa and they're the Marfa lights. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to ghost light, is that the part you were like, wait a minute? Yeah. <laughs> That's the moment I realized. The Marfa lights, also known as the Marfa ghost lights, have been observed near U.S. Route 67 in Mitchell Flats, east of Marfa, Texas, Marfa? in the United States. Why do you put a space between Marfa and Texas, but you don't put a space between Marfa and lights? Because <laughs> there's no comma the there, and there's lights. commas between that, Texas Okay, and- he's got you. He's got you. <laughs> That's <laughs> a punctuation thing. <laughs> I'm reading the grammar. Uh, they've gained some fame as onlookers have attributed them to paranormal phenomena such as ghost UFOs or willows of the wisp. So fey? Yeah, I mean, well, they're little lights that just kind of like flicker around and they have no source. They're willow of the wisps. They're like Will they're like the wisp. ghost lake if ghost lake moved around the forest. Man, ghost lake didn't glow once for us. Yeah. I'm still sad. We gotta find Sasquatch. A, since that's an actual scientific phenomenon that we just don't have an explanation for, we just gotta figure out the day you're supposed to go. Yeah. I feel like if you can narrow it down to a day it's gonna happen, it makes it a little bit easier to explain. No. It's just like how salmon have babies and nobody knows how. That's just because no one wants to sit in the water and wait long enough to watch. No, because they disappear. They leave. 
Stop making salmon feel like mythical creatures. They are mythical creatures. Have you ever seen one? No, you haven't. They look, they got fucking weird faces. That's what constitutes a <laughs> mythical creature. Yeah. It's a weird Back, fucking face. Yeah, everything strange we saw when we were still like exploring the world, everyone was like, yeah, that came from Satan. Okay, so there is some science. Their scientists think they have ideas okay. of what they might be. They suggest it could be atmospheric reflections, automobile headlights, or campfires. How many roads are near where they're seen? According to Judith Brusk, the Marfa Lights of West Tescus. It sounds like Marfa Lights, right? Like yeah. It sounds like a cult. Yeah. I like how they made fun of that part. Not but not Tescus. Yeah. Tescus. I wasn't going to say anything. According to Judith Brisk, the Marfa Lights of West Texas have been called many names over the years, such as Ghost Lights, Weird Lights, which oh. that would be the one that I would just yeah. go with. Yeah. The I'm fucking like, Weird I, Lights. You guys see the Weird Lights? Did you see the Weird Lights of Marfa? Strange lights. Some people even call them car lights. <laughs> uh, mystery lights or China tea lights. What was that? I'm word? sure that's not how you pronounce that, but I sound like you said chi- China tea. China tea. Is C-H- it spelled like C H I N A T E A? T I. No, just T I. It's just someone out there with like little little tea light candles they bought on Wish. <laughs> They're like, look at my China tea lights. <laughs> Why does everyone keep running away? Uh, the favorite place from which to view the lights is Widen Shoulder. Is the Widen Shoulder on Highway 90, about nine miles east of Marfa? So there's a highway nearby. There's specifically there's it's off of a highway. You see it. The lights are most often reported as distant spots of brightness, distinguish distinguishable from ranch lights and automobile headlights on Highway 67. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some people just think that's what they are. Yeah, obviously they're not distinguishable if there's an argument about it. But the it. part that makes them distinguishable is their aberrant movements. Aberrant. Aberrant movements. Aberrant, yeah. Apparently. When, when did move- these start getting seen? Have you guys never heard of ghost light stuff before? Yes. Aside from ghost light. Ghost light doesn't count. I've I mean, I've heard like a pretty sure in Virginia, right. there's like a place now, like, like light situations. There's somewhere in Virginia, I think we'll have to we'll probably cover it then. I might be even wrong about the state, but like you'll be in the woods and it's like a sheer cliff kind of thing. It's not a cliff. There's, there's trees and stuff on it, but it's like real sheer. You can't just walk through it and people will see like a light bobbing around like it's a lantern, just like casually walking through it. But like in a, where people can't casually. Oh just walk wait, around. I think I've heard that it's like if you sit on the path higher up, you could see it walking up the path or something. Yeah. What if it's Did a swarm we? of fireflies? Probably not. Also, when we went to Shades, I told you that one farm that I had heard was public property, but that had a bunch of private. Don't come here. You'll get you murdered. Yeah. That was supposed to be a ghost light that chased you. Mm. That's probably just a guy with, <laughs> saying, with, hey. with, with car lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Ranchers, Native Americans, high school sweethearts, and famous meteorologists of like have a reported seeing the sourceless lights dancing on the horizon southeast of the town. That's quite the list. That is many experts. Everybody knows if you high take school your, sweethearts are you experts? take your girlfriend out and you're making out with a car, you become an expert at staring to make sure nobody's coming for you. Did you just say that you're making out with a car? <laughs> That's a girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. You guys are you guys are being you guys are being rude. But if you really like cars, I guess, I mean, don't yuck someone's yum. Some, I was going to say, so I've met people who like cars that much. There is that guy that, like, was intimate with a car. Okay, that's not the point. Anyway, if you go and you're doing dirty things in a car with a girl, 
Okay. You be keeping you your eyes out. You, you were aware of your surroundings. It doesn't make you an expert on lights. Makes you an expert on everything around you. You Ooh. got your head on a swivel. I mean, I don't think your head should be on a swivel. You should be paying attention. I've seen yeah, a lot of horror movies. Killed by the, the fucking Texarkana murderer guy. See, this is why so many people's early sexual experiences are bad. Because you're too busy paying attention to things that are going to kill you. Listen. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same reason I have a very, I've had a very early policy of I don't party outside. Like maybe in someone's backyard, right? But like if I'm they not, have a fence, yeah. But I'm not. No, I don't do. I don't do outside. This is why I've never been cryptided. Like they can't get me because they're like he don't come out enough. <laughs> We're not gonna go into his house. We're dragging you out into the forest to find cryptids. I remembered the name. It's Squonk. Oh, the Squonk. Squonk. I remember Squonk. Yeah, there we go. Go back to whatever episode we were talking about Pennsylvania cryptids. I love how we're all like, we never heard that. And then we're like, oh yeah, no, we're homies with Squonk. We all know. <laughs> I remembered it like either today or yesterday. I was thinking, I'm like, it's the Squonk. That's the name of that. That was like three weeks ago. We it was. It was so long ago that we mentioned uh, that. Anyway, yeah, so all these super experts on lights dancing around have described it as being mysterious <laughs> sometimes the lights are red blue and sometimes they're white and they appear randomly throughout the night does no cop lights what time of the year yeah it sounds like cops is there the possibility that it's a police helicopter definitely not they're on the ground a low flying police helicopter you would hear that how low jerry <laughs> You would also hear that. You're seeing it from the shoulder of a highway. Can you imagine being in the woods and you're like, what what could these lights be? (laughs) Pull over. What? (laughs) Yeah, you hear pull over and you're like, it's a ghost. That would be the best reason to run away from the police now. You're getting in a car. The, the police try to pull you over and you start running. Like, what's he running from? You get pulled over. Like, I thought you was a ghost. Yeah, you're like, why were you running? I'm I like, never seen no lights chase me before. I thought maybe you could have been no. a UFO. When they finally catch you, you're like, officer, I'm so fucking thankful you're not a ghost. <laughs> That's how you get a sobriety test. And he's like, please tell me you're not an alien in a UFO chasing me. <laughs> All right, Matt, what you got? That was it for the Marvelites? Yeah, it just ended mid-sentence. No, I didn't. I said that they appear, they can happen at any time of the year. Oh, okay. I ended the sentence. Has anybody, like, disappeared because of them? Has anybody, like, anything else creepy? No, they're look-at monsters. Oh, they're like the ones that just are like, look at me, I'm a voyeur. Also, you always view them from afar away. Well, when, like the ones, the other ones that I was talking about. When did it start happening? I don't know, in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going to ask me follow-up questions? I have stated ahead of time that my research was bad today. Wow. Because I thought, like, maybe if it was more recent, it'd be like, drones. They've been there forever. That's all right. I'll softball Kyle on this one. Because another thing that's very popular in Texas is the chupacabra. 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 Uh, And besides the fact that we've done an entire episode on the chupacabra. And you should go. It was very disappointing. Yeah. Well, it's, like, fun. You know how they say never, ever meet your heroes? Yeah. Never look up your favorite cryptids. Yeah. Or never look up the most quoted doctorate person to talk about a cryptid because you know they got a lot riding on it. Just because you're have a doctor and you find a coyote with mange does not mean that you can tell everybody it's a chupacabra. Uh, so uh, the chupacabra legends are, I mean, it's been decades now. 
But it they they very conveniently line up with the release of the movie Species. Great movie. Conveniently. And uh, the person who first reported them maybe just watched that movie. Uh but like like That's any, how you can tell it's a good movie. True. Like most true. oral tales though, it made its way to the mainland and then just became another monster. And you know, mo- did some of your sheep die? Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Started you got, you Puerto got, Rico, by you the got way. Got a cow with a little bit of blood coming out of its leg. Chupacabra. Um, so I, gotta, I love that that it's like it started in Puerto Rico, but it's now synonymous with the American Southwest. Yeah, it's like those are very different things. It's yeah. traveled the world. There's a, we I think we discussed how it was in Europe. There's a Disney film about it now. Yep, in Europe. No, which is called <laughs> Chupa. He's like, there's a Disney movie in Europe. <laughs> how dare they? How dare the. Uh, you know, besides besides the general chupacabra description, the whose name literally means goat sucker, um, there's they argue whether they eat creatures, whether they just puncture them with weird teeth and drink their blood. You got to think though that it's like this this you could, it's either the dog version or the scaly version. It's like some like formidable predator, and you're getting all your protein from blood. I'd be afraid of it too. If yeah, I believed in monsters. Well, well, here's the thing, though. If I remember correctly, we decided the chupacabra was the most plausible. It just wasn't a monster. No, it's just a dog with mange <clears throat> that yeah. just happens to not be able to kill its prey. Because we even discussed that how it would just be drinking blood or leaving weird punctures. Do you remember like the the <clears throat> the like mass sightings and like the, literally it was such a sensation that like oh, yeah. the people were finding dead birds in Mexico City so much and they're like the chupacabra. Well, yeah. Or it was just people killing birds more. Yeah, well, it was a lot of people just trying to bank on the publicity, most likely. Yeah. Uh, so my favorite quote that I found was, according to Ben Radford, researcher with the Center of Skeptical Inquiry and the author of Tracking the Chupacabra, he says... One of my favorite places. <laughs> yeah, I love that book. Uh, this is a paraphrase, single quote, Texas is a chupacabra factory because it is one of the foremost states associated with this vampiric creature. We They're breeding them there. You go to the chupacabra farm, you get your own little pet chupacabra, and you got to take like two goats home. It doesn't kill them, but it'll 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 eat one goat for about ten years. Second most Texas thing that we've said so far. Yep, Texas can do it better. <laughs> Everything's bigger in it's, Texas. It start it started in Puerto Rico, but you know what? Texas. Can My do it favorite better. thing about the chupacabra was it starting out as a two legged alien thing with spikes on its back. And turning into specifically like from species, a dog monster <laughs> with spikes on its back. Yep. At least the spikes are still there. Do you remember the CGI it's video? It's not just mangy fur. Do you remember the CGI video we watched where it was like, chupacabra sighting? And then there was the other one where it was like, <laughs> we watched the whole video and we were like, nothing came out. <laughs> it was just a video of someone looking at a car alarm going off. You're like, this is the greatest way ever to get clicks. <clears throat> that yeah. is that is every ghost hunter video ever. They're like, did you hear that? No. Well, wasn't that the first sighting was close all. to a military base? Well, I mean, Puerto Rico's not that big, but... It's not. I don't know. It was at someone's house. Well, yeah, no, that's right. Because at first, like another one of the theories was it was an escaped yeah. creature from the military base, and they had a whole bunch of vegetables. Don't know why they would be doing that in Puerto Rico. Why not? Why not, Jared? Why not? Because it's very small. The same Man. reason The same reason Hellboy's institution was underneath some random street in New Jersey. Yeah. Plus, why? Why is it there? Uh, because New Jersey's pretty weird. But what if yeah. what if it was a tropical and animal? And also because you can on. continue forward through the whole United States in a car. <laughs> Something that you can't do. Well, here's the thing. All right, you got Imagine there. they're trying to create an animal 
that they don't want to just be able to roam free in America on a small island. It's going to be contained a little better. Yeah, like a heavily populated, dense. Small I didn't say island. they cared about the people's safety. I said they cared about it getting away. Just getting political. There's a difference. <laughs> it's not political. It's no. Kyle, just it's not political. military science. Because Kyle doesn't think anyone cares. <laughs> Nobody cared. Them's my aunts and uncles, Kyle. I wait, I'm not the one putting the monster there. The military already did it, supposedly. Kyle's like, I'm Kyle, not. I'm, I'm not, not the government. The, I'm not running the Chupacabra program in Puerto Rico. How do I know this, Kyle? You're right. It was me. And you know what? Our whole meeting could have just been to get more information to get me down there. It's true. It's true. I'm actually 65 years old. Part of the Chupacabra experimentation we were doing was learning how to regain youth through vampiric ways. And this is tracking, Jared. I want you to know, you are one of the chupacabras we bred. All right, Matt. Oh, Matt. because I'm immortal. All right, Matt. That's what Matt, it is. Matt to base. Kyle finally uh, shared the information. We got to send the team in. <laughs> got, got to put you down now. <laughs> Once you know, you got to die. Sorry, Jared. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> Something. You guessed kill too me. much. You guessed too many things. That's so funny. The problem is we have to blow up the entire state to get rid of you. I did. Um. I. I there's a couple things um, that I like. I feel like we should mention them when they come up in different states, but they really show up in like every fucking state or like such every as? area, such as Mothman. Ghost Lights. Ghost Lights. Mothman didn't go to Texas. Uh, no, that's East Coast. Well, that's actually, great. hold on. That's you know what. <gasps> I am the expert now. You know what? <laughs> let's let's not talk about what I was just going to, and let's say that I and Kyle, I put in something just for you, and it is. <laughs> It's the Houston Batman. It's Batman. It's Batman. And I put Mothman. Where's in my Michael notes? Keaton from? Is so, Michael Keaton from Texas? The Houston Batman, also known the Houston Horror, is a winged creature reported in sightings around Houston. I'm not gonna lie, the Houston Horror sounds better. Yeah. If they don't have does. a sports team named that, they're bad people. So it should be. <laughs> oh man! Why are they the Houston Texans? It should be the Houston. <laughs> the the sighting that came that became the most famous uh, was June eighteenth. It was the early morning of June eighteenth, nineteen fifty three. It was it was a hot night. A twenty three year old housewife, Hilda Walker. Is this a Playboy article? And her neighbor, <laughs> which was a fourteen year old girl named Judy, and no. never mind. And thirty three year old. Apologize tool plant inspector i don't really know what that what is that mean howard phillip they were sitting on a porch <laughs> listen on apparently on east third street in houston the entity was described by the witness as being man-shaped sprouting sporting a pair of bat style bat style wings dressed in a black tight-fitting <clears throat> outfit surrounded by an eerie glowing haze this is dracula for one. Hold on. <laughs> but the monster stood uh about six and a half feet tall uh, it had it was engulfed in a yellow color. Uh, some like he was wearing, or it was just color. Yellow was around it. Well, it said a haze, so I'm assuming a yellow haze. People theorized at the time that it could be an unspe- an unidentified species, like a cryptid, mm-hmm. an extraterrestrial, or a man in a suit. <laughs> just a man in a regular suit. It could have. Wait, wait. Okay, when did when did Adam West Batman come out? A 80s? long time ago. Six. It was not the no, 80s. It was not the 80s. It was way before is that. It? it was like 60s. I think so. Do you think this could Yes. Have... 
But Batman, the comic book, came out before that. That was in like oh, 1910. Yeah, that's true. What if this but, was a cosplayer so before sev- cosplayers Several became years thing? after what? they first heard about the, the Batman. The Batman. Um, a close friend to, of Gerard, I don't know, they didn't give this guy a, a last name, uh, told him that the experience uh, told like a number of employees at the Houston Bel Air Theater. And a bunch of them claimed to have seen it. A large helmeted man crouched down attempting to hide on a roof he's batman it was late night in the 1990s <laughs> definitely batman. He's batman somebody was just dressed up as batman doing batman things um he was when, brooding also. when you were first describing this i don't know if you remember when we talked about spring hill jack but that's what this reminded this, me it, of so i when i saw this i was like this is spring hill jack meets the mothman yeah this is very spring Hill, but also Jackie. batman he had like a cape that was batwing shaped, I think. They call it the Batman. The Batman. The fact that the it Houston is Batman. The Batman. I do have to interject here this one little thing cuz I know when Jared's on microphone his brain doesn't think right and he goes way too literal. Yeah. And he freaked out when you said the tool plant and I know that Jared was imagining plants growing screwdrivers oh, and wrenches. Not not the cloth tool. <clears throat> That's made used to make tool. That's what I thought. No, I, I was thinking about a plant in which tools are manufactured. That's in. actually what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up because I don't actually know what that was. Because tool, the cloth isn't Jared, spelled like Jared that. was like, "What?" And I was like, "He's thinking of a tree that grows tools right now." Now I am. Yeah, this is a this is a hammer bush. <laughs> and this is a this screw- is where we get screwdrivers. This shrub. is a screwdriver shrub. The the uh, you see these small ones? These are for uh, if you pick them early. That's how you get glasses, screwdrivers. That's how you get those really, really <laughs> fine ones. So what we do is we, we pick the, the screwdriver off of this, but you see there's no handle. We have to go over to the handle tree. <laughs> oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because metal and plastic are different. They grow on different trees. It's 100% true. Like This is this completely checks out just biologically. You got to have steel bees that pollinate these. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Pokemon you just described. <laughs> They're killing the steel bees. You can't kill a steel bee. Unkillable. I would hope so, because we're just going to run out of tools then. Are you just looking up what a tool plant yeah, is? Yeah, I can't find it. <laughs> you know what? It's because the government doesn't want you to know that it, all tools that are be, actually grown. Drink, yeah, all tools are grown on trees. That's why. If you find one, you can completely stock your whole garage. It's just like <laughs> it's just like diamonds. They want you to think tools are rare, and that's why it's $15 for a screwdriver. I mean, human beings have been using tools forever. What, you thought we made them? <laughs> yeah. We found them. Oh, you really think we made hammers out of stones? Nope, there's a hammer tree, duh. No, we found the tree and then we killed it. <laughs> oh. What else did nice you look deviation. up? No, it's your turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Okay, I'm going to take this really dark now. Awesome. Really dark, really sad, really dark. Let's do it. Let's get some true crime. Although it's unfortunate because I would have done this, but we'll have to do a whole episode on him anyway. Matt was talking to me and he was like mentioning the Candyman, like the Candyman. And like, I actually think the Candyman is from Texas. Not the Candyman that Matt was talking about, but Dean Coral, the Candyman, the serial killer. And he is. So we'll have to do that someday. Oh, but I didn't get him. The one that I looked up. Okay, I'm going to do what the robot told me to do. I'm going to start it with the robot's part, the intro the robot gave me. You don't have to say that every time, Kyle. It's fun because I, I want people to know. It's fun. It's just funnier. 
I we think ex- we're just trying to get sponsored by the robot. Oh yeah. yeah. Also, Jared just realized that I have a new love of AI. Like it's my best friend. I like it more a than him. Deep love. Like I talk to it every day. He types in "Tell me you love me" every <laughs> single day. No, it won't. It told me no. What? Yeah. That's because that G- that AI has consent. Is it, it you haven't earned it. it yet? No, it just told me it doesn't have feelings. It's an AI robot and it's not real. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I was like, wow. wait, so is this AI robot just being you to you? Get serious for a moment because we are going to explore the unsolved murders of the servant girl annihilator. A serial killer. That's its name? Yes. That's what they called him or them because they don't know who it is. He's unsolved. So, yeah, we don't know. A serial killer who terrorized Austin in the late 1800s before Jack the Ripper in I thought, London. I did not think you were going to say 1800s. That was a complete blindside. Well, here's the thing. The reason most people don't think of serial killers back then is because the, the term wasn't coined for like a mm-hmm. hundred years. Yeah. Like nobody called Jack the Ripper a serial. Uh, what, what was the one before they started calling them serial killers? Killer by numbers. That wasn't what it was. Sequence. Sequence, sequence killer. I like sequence killer, except for it sounds sparkly. Yeah, I was going to say they sound like they're like, I'm a killer. <laughs> <laughs> the Servant Girl Annihilator, also known as the Austin Axeman and the Midnight Assassin. Too many, too many cool nicknames. What was, there was the one we looked up the one time and I was like, man, that's not cool. That's It was like... The booty destroyer or something. <laughs> I was like, why did they yeah. call him that? Yeah, it was something like that. <clears throat> Serial killers get too good of names. Well, that's why they don't get nicknames anymore. Yeah. Because the press was doing that and it was like making it worse. Yeah. And it, then you got like the ones with the big egos that were like, I'm going to give myself a nickname like Zodiac. Yeah. It's why like earning a title in MMOs is like something that people love to do. So yeah. don't feed into that. Anyway, he was an un, well. They were an unidentified American serial killer who preyed upon the city of Austin, Texas, between 1884 and 1885. The series of eight axe murders was referred to as the Servant Girl Murders. Hmm. I take it they were all like working class girls. Yes. Well, I think they were actually like servants, not like. Oh, they like compared the jack- servants. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those were still working class, right? Yeah. I thought you were referring to it. In the way he's not saying, work, I, I he's not saying a working girl. Yeah, he's saying because I mentioned Jack girl. the Ripper. I thought maybe. Oh, you were oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one word not, in the middle changes. Not the it. same. Yeah. The brutal killings in Austin occurred three years before Jack the Ripper terrorized London. And there are some people who believe that actually Jack the Ripper was this person. Oh, like he traveled across. Like similarly, how they thought that the. Unknown killer in the Texarkana murders was mm-hmm. also the Zodiac killer, and he just went to California. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a lot of well, there's a lot. There's some people that thought that why would Jack, Jack the, the Ripper, Ripper came here and he was somebody? Yeah. Was why would people. Jack the Ripper have he was changed my neighbor, his modus operandi? Going from an axe, they do that, man. Well, no, no, not just axe, but I'm just saying, like you know, working class girl to working girl, easier victims. Hmm. I don't. I don't know the. That's the thing. That's there. a real thing. A lot of serial killers. Like, there's there are serial killers in the past who like tried it out with people who people would like look for, and then they would move on to easier victims so that it wasn't. Oh, you're so okay. I get it because this was before he could have asked somebody a question and then been like, "Oh, I don't like doing it like this. I want to scalpel them up." Yeah. Yeah. True. That's not what we were talking about, though. He was talking about victimology. Yeah. 
Like he chose, he went from like people of some class to no class in that time period. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I guess it is just victim pool at that point. Yeah. Anyway, um, the years happened 75 years before the term serial killer was coined. That's oh, okay. why they weren't calling it that back then. That makes sense. And it sealed Austin's reputation as the first city to, in America to have a serial killer. And they still don't know who that person is. I mean, Although approximately, right now they're probably dead, right? Approximately, I would hope so. Because <laughs> if not, it's a vampire. Yeah, they well, did arrest four hundred people, though. What? what? Well, they didn't arrest them; they rounded them up for. Oh, okay. You know, they had okay. four hundred suspects. That's literally just going. You did it. You did. Yeah, it. you did. I, I'm going to be honest with you. If you have four hundred suspects, you have no suspects, and you don't want to tell your boss. <laughs> That's they're like, the all right, how many men live here? Get yeah. all of them. Yeah. I mean, if if their bonuses were dictated like <laughs> by their arrests, yeah, they got a fat stack of cash. That I don't year. think this counts as an arrest. I think you have to get the whole deal. They gotta like go to the jail for that. Oh, let, fucking let, writing um, tickets counts. No, you do do not have to go to jail for an arrest record because I have one of those and I've never been to jail. Yeah, see, I wrote that for you when I put you in handcuffs and I was like, you're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then I have two police records. <laughs> I wish that was true. I know. That'd be so good. It just like gave you, like, here's your arrest record. It was just like, I love you. We can easily make that true. Um, so all the suspects were released and the murders are still unsolved. However, a few names in history stand out as possible murder sucks. That's not- murder sucks. Murder, <laughs> murder po- sucks. Possibly murder sucks. Murder sucks. Specs. <laughs> Nathan Elgin, and most of the research that I saw kind of really pointed at this dude, uh, was a navin, native Austinite. There you go. I did one. I did an Austin. There we Austonian. Go. Austonian I, sounds better. It Austonian does sound better. does sound better. I thought you made up that word when you said Austinite. No, I was like, that can't be right. Austinite's what they wrote down. And a young African-American domestic servant who... What? Anyway, so this man, he became the number one suspect. I'm not going to read the note. Um... When he got caught because he was dragging this girl into the street, beating her. Jesus. And they, uh, a cop came to stop him, and he decided he was going to try and fight that cop and got shot to death. And after his death, the murders ended. So he was their biggest suspect. One, because so he like, was abusing a servant a pretty good, girl. That's well, a pretty good correlation. Who would stop. So that's like Dahmer, but if the cops arrested him that night instead of being like, ew, gay stuff. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's just beating his servant. That's, oh, gross. Don't do that here. Do that somewhere else. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, they're like, hey, that's a working person. They have rights. <laughs> yeah. He drug her out of a saloon uh, attacking her, and then he died by his wounds the next day. And I feel like it would be case closed if he had an axe somewhere. They were like, local authorities he thought he going, did it because he had a note that said, ha ha, I did it. This, was, <laughs> this wasn't his going out to axe murder day. He just was like, oh, someone to beat up because I know, am a dick. Because that's how, that's how you work. You have, your, you have your axe murder days and then you have your beat a woman in the middle of the street days. You know, like every person. Every serial killer person. Uh, the victims are... Molly Smith, 25. She was murdered the night of December 30th, 1884. And a man named Walter Spencer was also wounded that night. Clara Strand and Christine Martison, two Swedish servant girls, were seriously wounded on the night of March 19th, 19, or 1885. I keep wanting to say 19. Yeah, I know. Because 18 is so long ago. 
Because you're like, that's the 80s years. We also lived through 80s. Elisa Shelley was murdered on the night of May 6, 1885. Irene Cross was murdered by a man with a knife on May 22, 1885. So I guess she was an axe murdered, but they're attributing it to him anyway. That seems like a stretch. Mary Ramey, 11, was murdered at night uh, in August 30th, 1885. Her mother, Rebecca Romaney, was seriously wounded that night. Mm-hmm. Susan Hancock was murdered the night of December 24th. That's messed up. Christmas Eve. Christmas he Eve, right? Two people on the Christmas Eve Said of 1885. Susan Mary. Hancock and Illu- Illu- Christmas. Illu- I was going to say, did people, Phillips. did people care about care about Christmas at that time, though? I don't know. I just want an excuse to say Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. So I don't... I want to say probably not, but I don't know when the change for Christmas happened. Because there was... When it became commercialized and stuff. No, 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 no. No, no, I know. We no. both watched the movie. When it went from Christmas we, was a big sex party uh-huh. to Saturnalia. Christmas. Yeah. Christmas is... No, Christmas was also that for a while. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, yo, yo, yo. Jesus wouldn't like us doing this. So... It that became worthless then. Yeah. So then they <laughs> then they completely wiped the holiday away. It was just Christmas, Christ's birthday, have fun, go to work. <laughs> yeah. And then it came back as like the somber holiday that it is now. Because we watched the movie so and we it was saw that. Hardcore party. <laughs> then they were like, yo, that's the devil stuff. And then it was nothing. And then it was let's give each other gifts. Because of Charles Dickens. Was it? No, it wasn't. I thought it was that movie. Listen. We watched the movie. The man who made the man who invented Christmas and the man who made Christmas or whatever it was. You made me watch that movie. It was like our second episode. Was it a documentary? I'm no, just saying it's like about the whole like Christmas becoming like an important holiday. It's how his story helped make it. I think that was like a f- made up. I don't thing. know, man. That was just a Christmas movie. Oh, was it? Well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> if that was true, what kind of failure are you that you? took away the sex party lineage and your last name is Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would actually be quite ironic. They'd be like, you're a fucking disgrace. Yeah, but at least he brought the party back a little bit. Yeah, he did. He brought it back. It's just a little sadder than it he used to He was like, be. now yeah. it's about helping kids with bad legs. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. You know what? I know. I know. They used, we used to have orgies. But then we had to stop doing it all together. So at least let's get a little fucked up and give each other presents. I'm like, all right, fine. I would I would agree to that. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a compromise. He's like, right? we don't have to fuck. We're like, but you, you have can. to you have to drink your rum in milk. Like, well, uh, okay. the amount of people that are born uh, six six months nine, after, or, what, nine, nine months, months after after, after Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah, or, yeah what's nine months otherwise. after Christmas? Uh, what is this? See here. That's January, February, March, April, May, it's June, October, July, right? August, September. No, it's not September. So yeah, it's around September, yeah. Haha, <laughs> you September babies are just Christmas presents your dad gave your mom. <laughs> and October is New Year's. The new year has come. True. Remember that. The new year. <laughs> it has come. <laughs> no, it's not New Year's. Zoe... I, I just be, I just believe Jared's math. Never mind, never mind. He might be right. Shut I up. counted out loud. You guys could have said that I was wrong when I was counting out loud. No, no, no actually, no. you're actually a little bit wrong anyway because there's not nine months in a pregnancy. There's ten. Yeah, true. True. So then, technically, October babies. I know you're supposed to say it in weeks. True. Fifty-seven weeks. 
So October babies are actually the Christmas Kyle presents. Knows how long it takes. I was a Christmas present. Kyle knows how long it takes to easy bake oven a baby. 42 weeks. He does have the most experience. 38 weeks. I don't know, man. I don't know. A lot of weeks. I don't do the countdown. I'm sitting there busy being like, oh, no. <laughs> so what about these dead people? I told you their names and when they died. I wasn't going to. Was the Christmas one the last one? Yeah. Well, they the stopped last on one, Christmas? Technically, the last one was the girl he was beating in the streets before getting murdered by the cops. Allegedly. Oh, yeah. No, he did that one. No, he yeah. died there. No. Uh, you said uh, the last one was alleged. It would have to be allegedly yeah, the they, one. He was just pointing out that we don't know that we was don't the know guy, that that all was the murder guy. stopped. He didn't have an axe. Gosh. Well, yeah, if he had an axe in his pocket, fucking that would be very funny. Like lot. fucking, like Yakko Warner, just or Wacko, pull the fucking mallet out of a bag. Like you just got an axe in your pocket. Are you happy to see me? It's a pocket axe. Is that you? Just, uh, it's a folding axe. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's telescopic. It's a pocket axe. <laughs> well, did you guys ever hear about the cocoa or the kukui? No, or the coca. I, have, I don't mean cocaine. Not until you guys started singing about it in Spanish, and I had no idea what was going on. I have. It's the cuco. It's the for cuco. Puerto Ricans. <clears throat> yeah. They, um, so it's all over the country now, mainly spread through Hispanophone and Lusophone communities and Which countries. I just learned that word. Yeah. Same. Spanish and Portuguese speaking uh, in that order. <clears throat> so it's a ghost like monster, but it's basically the boogeyman, and you can use it for anything. Like, hey, you going out at night? The cuckoo will get you. Are you going to go up in the attic where you shouldn't be at Jared's grandma's house? Yeah. The, they're going to get you. Yep. I love, though, that I because of this, I discovered that Jared had an equal but different level monster story that he grew up with. Yep. Our mom didn't have a name. I was just told you don't go into basements on Tuesday alone. Because the monster will get you specifically. That's I've I've never had a time based slot for monsters, and that I'm interested weird. in the story. Did he tell you anything else? No, that's just what it is. You, never, you don't go in the basement alone on Tuesday because the monster I'm will get really you. Really hoping that you broke that rule and found out. No, what they were I would doing literally like if my power went out, Tuesday? I waited. What was Tuesday? I don't know. I'm pretty sure my grandparents were just fucking with me, and it wasn't meant to like keep me out of the basement. Were or they anything. fucking with you or? Each other well, go to the basement. It wasn't just me. It was like the entire family knows this. Here's the thing. Does it a... go to the basement on Tuesdays? No. Did you count 10 months from a Tuesday every time someone was born? No. <laughs> no. Nobody went to the basement on Tuesdays. Literally nobody. Just Not alone. It's, see, it's also an alone thing. T- not you go alone? down with someone else. Yeah. So the power went out. You waited for someone to come down Did with you. Did grandparents go down on Tuesdays decent amount of times? No. Saying. My it granddad seems, worked like 72 hours a day. It seems very weird that it's a specifically on Tuesday. Well, maybe when they were younger, but when I was living with them. They just made no. it up to fuck with him. <laughs> Pretty sure it was just there to fuck with me. Just like how they had like a million fucking antique doll things. Oh, and, that's so scary. Yo, what if there was like. And my grandfather would move came. them at night on us to scare the I shit out of us. Love that. <laughs> I used to do that to my brother. I'd move this clown, this porcelain clown thing around the house. Yeah. And one time he went up to the bathroom when we were the only two people. And I sprinted through the house, got back up the steps, and I put that motherfucker right outside the door when he had to open it. And I hid around the corner. Poor Jared. I heard this story from both sides of it. So he opened the bathroom door and started taking, took two steps out. And then he just started screaming and backpedaling. And then he hit the ground and tried to mush himself into the, the, between the wall and the toilet to get anywhere because he was like this clown came up the stairs after me that's amazing 
But no, like, what if there's like leprechauns down there handing out gold, and your grandparents are like, no, nah, it's not for you. That's not their for gold. You. It's their gold. <laughs> but so, so like many of these different stories and traumas we got as children, uh, a bunch of the different names that come with this thing seem to bring like different variants. Like you were saying, it was it was the with an A ending. Yeah, Kuko. The Kuko was the yeah, O. With an O. So the Kukui is male, while mm-hmm. the Kuka is female. And both mm-hmm. monsters do come from the word coco, which is the same root as coconut, meaning like which is slang for skull. Mm-hmm. Coco, Cinema it monsters. might just mean like a skull head monster. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what if they're coconut? Ghosts? What's funny is it was never described to me what it was. No, well, I was just told it's a monster and it will get you if you go upstairs. That that might make sense. With the next fact, they consider this creature to be sort of an Iberian bugbear. Like sometimes it's like a hairy forest creature that is capable mm-hmm. of speech and will like you know it only comes after the bad people because it can like they smell better or whatever they taste yeah. better like a puka, sorta. Um, the you know it was used to to stop misbehaving children. Well, a lot of the damn things we we talk about are like you know don't go near the water. Most monsters are don't, folklore yeah. to keep children from doing stuff. I mean, it was really effective at getting me to not go upstairs at my grandparents' house. It was less effective. Um, well, I guess it was, it was still very effective because I would cry, uh, when I was told I had to sleep up there when I stayed (laughs) over though, that was great. The fact that it was never described to you kind of makes sense because there is no general description and it's considered to be a shapeshifter. What if, um, the reason it's called that and it's a coconut monster is because when parents found their kids not listening, they would throw coconuts at them. (laughs) That would, is very funny. That's the terribly and funny end of that story. Uh, but it was said to shapeshift into whatever you were most afraid of. It's a boggart from Harry Potter? <laughs> or a phobophage from the Harry Dresden files. There we go. Kyle, or it's a shapeshifting one? monster from shapeshifting monster lore. But like s- the puka. Sometimes they were said to eat you. Sometimes they we were said to said kidnap one. you. Look at that. <laughs> uh, I did write I did write down a few of these things because like, I, like, I like when older like rhymes are literally just meant to scare you. Uh, and there is a Spanish Spanish children's nursery for bedtime. Uh, Duermente niño, duermente ya, que viene el coco y te comerá. Sleep, child, sleep or else, coco will come and eat you. Yep. Well, did you know that the, the Muffin Man song is because there was a serial killer known as the Muffin Man no, going what? around in London? Is that real? I yeah. did not know that at all. No, really? The yeah. do you know him is like because... He we'll lives right you. here and will kill you. Yeah, I he was terrorizing that specific I, street, Mulberry Street. I need to look. That this makes up. that Shrek scene way darker. <laughs> yeah, it does. He's being. He's. Being I only tortured. just learned that, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You guys got to do a whole episode so on that. Scary. I'll just of keep like, singing, like, I'll just keep quoting the Shrek scene after but. after we do Fifty States of Strange. We'll move on to like creepy origins of nursery rhymes. That yeah, that I can see that going. That's uh, so. One more. The Portuguese one is at least a little. It seems like your parents are coming into the room to like bless you a good night kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give this one my best because I practiced it earlier. Portuguese is hard. Bicho papau em cima do talhado, deja o meu menino dormir, um sonino sossegado. Boogeyman atop the roof, let my child have a quiet sleep. It's like the bed bugs. It's literally just yeah. being like, I know you're out there. Leave my kid alone. 
Don't yeah. eat them tonight. It's because of Spanish people. And then Luke, that'd be tough. And then if your kid's bad, you don't do that that night. Um, so and you're just like, good luck. So they can freak out the whole night and yes. you know, yeah, not mm. sleep. It, it, this is one of those things that it it, it got um, I don't know, propagated, sent all around yeah. the world. It, it, it's timeline matches um, Spanish and Portuguese colonization of South America. Mm. I can see that. That's why you know about it. Oh yeah, you yeah. got colonized like crazy. Yeah, the colonizers bringing their ghost stories and shit. Yeah, because you know what they were doing wasn't terrifying enough. Yeah, well, you know, you need something mythical so you don't seem as bad. So wait, this is from Spain and Portugal. Yeah, they're connected. Oh, wait, okay, that's right, they're close. Yeah, they're, they're connected. Once again, great at geography. <laughs> Let me announce one more time: very good. At geography, yeah. Portugal looks like an afterthought of Spain. Yeah, it's like when you when you start writing a list and you're like, I wrote too big, and then yeah. you have to cram everything in at the end. All right, like now I'm just imagining somebody yeah. copy pasted Spain, and they're like, Oh, that doesn't fit, and they just squished it. No, it's like they were like, All right, we have you have like a hundred amount of something. It's like a uh, it's like a hundred <coughs> liters of paint, and they were like, All of this till the ocean is going to be Spain, and then they dragged it out, and then they were like, Fuck, we ran out. Go get the other one. Go get the Portuguese paint and they just paint in the rest. Go, go get that. <laughs> get, go get the sample can that we got. That's kind of how it went. <laughs> Listen, this isn't a creepy fact, but my favorite Portuguese fact is when they were getting warred by Spain, the king just left with all his treasure and his people and said, Brazil is the new capital of Portugal until the war is over. Come yeah. fight us if you want Spain. I mean, they also just went to, to Brazil and just went, do you hate the Spanish? Yeah. And they we hate like, the Spanish. Like, yeah. They're going to like kill you and stuff. What if we just give you money? Does that sound good? That sounds good. I heard someone say one time, they were like, what was more effective, violent colonialism or showing up with presence? Because what language do they speak down there? Brian? Exactly. Presence. They speak presence. They do speak presence. It does start with a P. Everybody speaks presence. You bring me a present, I'll probably just do whatever. It doesn't have to be a good present. That's how it should time. work in every country. Every country, if you don't speak the language, you just have tchotchkes in your pocket, and you're just like... You ever... You ever no, but for real, like, have you ever just... Somebody gave you a gift, and you didn't like it, but you still were like obligated to then be like nice for the rest yeah, of the cool, day it's like the thought that counts yeah you're no, just like I've presents liked, always work you're just like oh man i really don't thank you so much i've liked though. every gift i've ever gotten <laughs> yeah you hear that anyone who's ever given jared a gift thank you it was the best the time i'm thoughtful and i I'm, appreciate people that think about me i'm full of thoughts <laughs> that's the loneliest statement you ever made well, maybe it's because i didn't get gifts ever <laughs> could be one of the two which one is it Am I thoughtful or am I lonely? I don't know. But we wrap up the show by discussing the cultural impact of these strange tales from I, Texas. I, I, oh, we are is, not done, Kyle. Is, I don't know what the fuck you are saying. too spooky for me. <laughs> it's just the next segment I have written. I'll stick to the commentary. <clears throat> what else you got? Well, then I guess I'm just going to fucking... No, 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 no. We don't have to slow down. Uh, oh, I no. Was just, I, I was going to say, tell Kyle to shut the fuck up and tell you all my notes. <laughs> Do it. Go for it. Rapid fire um, round. Who's telling me to shut up? These are Kyle, shut the fuck some, up. Well, some of these are rapid fire. One's, one's not. Uh, Amarillo, Texas is known for black-eyed children. The Becks. Yes. They're all over the fucking country. Well, People are like, spooky kids with black eyes. The original one started with truck drivers driving across like long open roads and stuff. And there's a lot of those in the South. 
Yeah, that's kind of funny that, that they start like word of mouth because a lot of these sources indicate that the legend originated from a 1996 posting written by Texas reporter Brian Bethel on, quote, ghost-related mailing list things. Yeah, that's how they start. I told you, you they're, like yeah. the, they're one of the original creepypastas. Yeah. That's actually the only... I, I don't really have any good notes about it just because how I many... I mean, maybe, may, maybe on, listener, on you've Black never Eyed heard Children. of Black-Eyed Children before, but they're like... Another copy paste. Go ghost. listen to the episode that me and Ryan did about Black Eyed Children. We got a lot of notes. They're based, according to Ryan, he thinks they're vampires. I think they're demons. It doesn't I don't know. matter. I, I feel like both of those thoughts they're have also merits. Possibly aliens. Or just made up. Who knows? But just if you want to know about them, watch that episode. But the main thing you need to know about a Black Eyed Child watch it with your ears. is it's going to come up to you, it's going to ask for something. Weirdly. Yeah, it's going to ask you for something. It's going to be like a seven-year-old child that's going to speak to you like a grown-ass man. Oh, yeah. And they're going to ask with authority to have a ride, come into your home, or use your phone. And the answer you give is no. Because if you do, nobody knows what happens. Also, Mm -hmm. you will feel weird the whole time. One, you'll feel obligated to help them. But two, you will feel immense terror yeah the entire time all right so never mind so it's not like you're like traveling mystical creature myth where it's like help them or you'll be in trouble it's like help them or and you'll. it's like you pull over on the side of the road and a little kid knocks on your door and you start to feel really creeped out and then they say sir give me your phone i need to call my parents and then you go no and then they knock harder and they go give me your phone I need to call my parents. And then the meanwhile, you're pissing your pants with fear because this is a little five-year-old at your door banging on it, demanding to use your phone. And then you look at them. And when you look at them, where their eyes are is nothing but blackness. Oh, their eyes aren't black orbs. They're black pits. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepier. This is very, very dark. If I see a, a, a no-eyes child knocking on my window, I'm going to open the door just enough to hit him with it and then drive well, normally away. they don't let you see their eyes right away. Yeah, you They'll don't. They'll be like yeah, with their the head like down like, or something, wearing a hood or a hat. You're supposed to like almost not pay attention to the eyes at There's first. There's like it's a revealing like a, moment. Yeah. Also, you're feeling like intense terror. So, you know, pay no attention to the eyes behind the bangs. When, when <laughs> you have that feeling of like unease, you don't like look things in the face. Right I guess away. that's fair. I look everything in the face. Stop Stop being you. Do you ever hear of, here, you look this one in the face, you ever hear of the Donkey Lady Bridge in Apple White Road, on Apple White, White Road in San Antonio, Texas? I don't know what you totally, just said. I feel like everybody has heard of that. Have you ever, Kyle, have you ever heard of the Donkey Lady Bridge on Apple White Road in San Antonio, Texas? No, but is this similar to a buddy or goat man? Uh, there was actually a goat man that I didn't write down because I was like, how many fucking goat mans do you have? Uh, I'm pretty sure we went all like across I'm the country when we did that. Goat yeah. man. So you want to hear about goat man and how many they are? Just listen to the goat man. This episode. is another one that actually will segue well. Wait, what happened um, to the... Do- do- what no, is this bridge? That's what I'm talking about. He's is there a donkey? Oh, okay. So okay. The, true, the true origins of Donkey Lady Bridge legend are unknown. And I wrote in parentheses, so let's make some shit up. Um, the tale is actually so it's been around so long that there's like a lot of versions of it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Apparently a farming family living outside of San Antonio died when their father set the house on fire. As you, you do. Like you do. Yeah. Um, murdering his children and just setting his wife on fire. She was said she to lived? Is this Rhode w- Island? Well, she was said to run out of the house and throw herself into the creek, but her body was never recovered. Ah, so she became a donkey lady? They say 
Her fingers were melted down to stumps, creating hoof-like appendages, and her skin on her face was charred and drooped down, elongated like a donkey. That's mean. I know. Giving loss, <laughs> grieving the loss of her children and the betrayal of her husband, she now haunts Elm Creek and torments all those who try to cross. Does, does she tor- melted La Llorona? Does it's she melted La Does Llorona. she torment them by going like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Kyle, she probably sets them on fire. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you said that because. La Llorona is pretty fucking popular in Texas. La Llorona. Have you seen the Conjuring La Llorona movie? I saw the Conjuring one and I saw the one, the other one. I think the other one's better. I think it's just called I think La I've Llorona. seen both, but the Conjuring one's the one that remains because in my mind because it was the bigger I like the one that had the guy who was um, like the retired guy who was like a dictator. That one was good. Guy was such a dictator. He was, he was a dick-shaped potato. Um, but in the typical version of the legend, uh, La Llorona is a beautiful woman named Maria. And mm-hmm. sometimes I love her. Sometimes she's said to have been an indigenous woman. Uh, they say she drowned her children because she, their father was a rich Spaniard who abandoned them. And she was like, if you leave us, I will take away your children from you. Bang. Don't forget when he was telling her he was going to leave her. He was specifically was like, I'm coming back for the kids tomorrow. Uh, well, in, in some of the legends, in that's one this that version of the lem- legend, I'm gonna say lemon. In this, in this version lemon. of the legend, uh, Maria seen her husband with another woman, and that's how she found out he was leaving. That bitch. I think that's the majority of them. That way, like he either that or she he he tells her he can't be with her because she's not. An aristocratic. Oh yeah, or because she's indigenous. Or she's, yeah, because it's not always Spaniard. like there's like always classism. It's always it. you're not good enough for me. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's just he's just like I don't love you no more, and I'm taking the kids. But there's there's some evidence of like the lore is pre pre Hispanic and might go back to in, like either. indigenous indigenous stories, which is yeah. probably what then leads her to be like she was the indigenous woman. Yeah. I um, thought he was about to say there's some evidence that this happened. Well, she I mean not well, it's the, the crime itself could I have say happened. this all the there time. Could be evidence of I that. say this all the time. Yeah. The, the 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 bunyip, the water one. La Yaron is another spirit who they're, who they're like don't go near the water. Yeah. They're like don't go out alone, don't be bad, children. you know, like don't don't go out on the porch at night. Well, I mean there could also be evidence that there was a story of a woman whose husband cheated on her and left yeah. her and this like almost the exact story up to it and then drowned her children and from then on it was like moms just using like the scary mom like i'll do it to you yeah if something if something extreme happens people will quite frequently be like and that can happen if you go near it now yeah so it was so bad it left a constant reoccurring stain listen, on that area yeah Trauma associated story, not a good one. I didn't do this. My mother did this. Okay. But during that weird time period in the 90s when there was a lot of moms killing their kids and then blaming postpartum depression, yeah. my mom used to constantly tell me she was going to drown me in a bathtub. Oh, Jesus. So I could see women back then being like, You heard what Maria did, right? Why don't you listen? Yeah, that's fair. Why don't you and then pick that up story, your toys? That story over time then becomes Maria will come get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, the one thing I found does say the most commonly associated like colonial era and trend is between the the conquistadors and the indigenous women. Mm-hmm. Um, conquerors be conquering. We said that and what they do. Yep. Um, 
It's all, been heavy in this episode. But the earliest documentation of La Llorona is traced back to the 1550 in Mexico City. Uh, and the the legend, you know, traditionally in Mexico, South America, Northern South America. Mm-hmm. Um, whoops. Oh, but there is stories from 1519. There's something called the Florentine Codex is an important text from late Mexico or, or late that sounds very important. I say late Mexico. I don't know if I wrote that wrong. But the quote specifically is the sixth omen was that many times a woman would be heard going along weeping and shouting. She cried out loudly at night saying, Oh my children, where are we are about to go forever? Oh my children, where am I to take you? Isn't the whole like sixth omen kind of thing like <clears throat> almost like the the end of the world kind of thingies? Yeah. Not not a Catholic omen thing. I'm assuming by late. Mexican, I mean, it could be with a Florentine oh. codex and a lot I thought you were. Big I thought you were meaning when you were saying like in Mexico, late yeah. Mexico, and then you got confused. I thought you were talking about like late Aztec culture or something. Mm. Like it was like pre. No, I don't know what past Matt wrote. That guy is he's wild. Yeah, your confusion made me confused, and then my confusion tried to solve the problem. And then mine just went off of a movie I don't know I where Florence is. Isn't that France? It's not Spaniards. Spanian, Spain. Spain. It's not Spain. Man, that was weird. That was weird. It's not Conquistadorian. That's funny. Mm. There is actually also, there's um. Is it? There's a German. Florence? It's in Italy. It's in Italy. I've been I was there. wrong. It's a very nice city. I was wrong two times in that. Yeah. Well, I was you right s- one you of those said times. Italy. One yeah. of those I was right. I don't know how to say that no, word I'm, in German, but there's a story in Germany that's smell. very similar. I'm gonna uh, try. It's W E I S S E, Weiss. Die Weiss Frau. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Uh, uh, dating back to 1486, it's a it similar has to do with story. White, it's like the white Weiss, woman. Weiss, yeah. Weiss oh, okay. Means white. And Frau is usually like yeah, a, Frau like, is woman. Yeah, Frau Farbissena. That's how I know that word. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, know it by Fraulein. That oh, that's true too. That that's I know by the one of the of earliest Krampus. documented like weeping woman written story. Yeah, so it's like another woman in white. Then yeah, it's also got a lot of like banshee vibes because she like if you well I don't know if it's just the movie. But if they're if wailing, you hear her cry, then you're gonna die. Yeah, you hear the cry, <laughs> you're gonna die. Please that's tell like, me someone that's said going that on a movie. T-shirt right now. <laughs> Go to our Etsy store. To buy the dark room T-shirt that says, "If you hear the cry, you're gonna die." I would wear a La Llorona shirt that said that. I like a. That's a pretty good one, actually. I'll and make it. just remember, our our motto is anything can be a T-shirt. <laughs> That's the new motto. <laughs> Matt doesn't agree, but no, I mean, I, I I don't agree, but you don't have to agree for something to be real. Also, look for Matt's face on pants on a T-shirt saying, <laughs> "Not everything can be a T-shirt." T-shirt. <laughs> the uh, speaking of segways, <laughs> is the company that makes segways in in Texas? No, that's where he died. Do you know that guy who segway. invented segways? Yeah, died. Died on, died a, on segway. a segway. Yeah, yeah. That's was not the first time Texas, that's been though? mentioned on an episode of uh, any of our podcasts. I think it's been on every podcast now. Good. That's the through line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Texas has a portal to hell. Kyle, you didn't find that. No, it's the Hell's Gate in you Arlington, really, Texas. Really deep research. No. I was working really hard this week. There's a place called River Legacy Park. And there's rumors that there's a very old trail surrounded by swamps and dense trees. Mm. It's a long dirt trail that ends at a mound, which legend has it, was the spot where captured spies from the Union Army were executed. And they call this place 
Hell's Gate. Hell's Gate. Uh, the stories say that if you find the right spot, you'll see remnants of old gate posts, which is where they would like open those gates and lead out the people to be executed. Yeah. Uh, so people put a lot of meaning and like spiritual significance on the last landmark they saw before they died and believe that Matt, uh, the number of executions allegedly, allegedly caused many spirits to be trapped in this area and claim that if you walk the trail, you can still hear disembodied whispers, sobs, and prayers of the men and women who once walked their final steps. Well, through, let's through go. Through the swampy trail. That's sad. That is somewhere we need to go. Me and Matt, are, me and Jared already have to visit Texas. We'll just bring you. That's true. That's true. We can come up with a reason. It'll be a business expense. We could. What was the spirit? It would be because we'd have to go. We'd go talk gotta, to yeah. Fort Worth foodies. Exactly. We got. We got reasons. We have to go to on a food there. trail there. Yeah, that's that's. Bring snacks. We got business. Since it came up a few times that I have not done my notes and I let a robot do some of them, the reason I have not is because we've been very busy because outside of our podcasts, me and Jared produce other podcasts for other people. And yeah, you know, like we always offer to do digital for you media at the end of the show. Yeah. yeah. And, and other digital media. And unfortunately, but fortunately, we've been to like 75 restaurants this week. Yeah. That's We're busy, dope. yo. And a lot. We're businessmen. Do business stuff. Yeah, it was at the point business socks. Where yesterday I voluntarily was like, maybe we should go to this. It wasn't going to be like any kind of like we were invited to a thing. We were going to go to it so we could get content. And then I was like, I am done with restaurants. <laughs> I am so. Done. Kyle tried to have us like, go I to the didn't equivalent go out of a anymore. block party. Yeah, we were oh, gonna. We've done it before. Both of us were like, nah, we're no, not going to do that. No, thank you. I well, hey, speaking of Kyle, this morning after that restaurant. Hmm. Uh, have you ever heard of La Lechuza? No. no. It comes from the Rio Grande or Rio Grande Valley, Texas. Is this mm-hmm. pizza? Uh, no. <laughs> it's very close to the lettuce. La Lechuza is a warning for the inebriated. Oh. Uh, kind of like, what was that spirit we looked up? The puka used to attack no. drunk people. Was it a silky? No. So Selkie drown people. It's, pro- it's probably the, What's puka? the one that was a horse that also fucked with drunk people. The puka. The puka. That was just the puka. Yeah. Oh, because it was the puka bench episode. Yeah. 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 The puka would then dress up as a horse and drive, drag drunk people through the city and then put them back. Well, this one's a little, uh, again, it, why a do all these state up? ones come back to like trauma? Mm-hmm. According to one popular version of the legend uh, that was written in a also also written in a children's book by Xavier Garza. La Lechuza is a ghost of a mother whose children was killed by a drunk driver. Oh. And she haunts bars in the bar district and preys on drunks that wander around drunk in public. So this Jeez. one's not to warn children. This is a wife right before her husband goes out to party who's like, La Chusa will get you. Yeah. I mean, I also sounds like teenagers drink beer, Kyle. Yeah. I like my idea better because it sounds more fun. And by fun, I mean... It's just interesting because it's very close to the word lettuce. Yeah. Because that's lechuga. The lettuce will get you. (laughs) Yeah, this has a a Z where the G should be. You Uh, better eat that lettuce or you won't die. No clue what that means because I'm bad at being Spanish. He told you what it means. No, I didn't. No, he didn't have a translation. Mm -mm. I didn't look that one up. What is it? It's a ghost lady that eats drunk people. I look... Oh, okay. You're right, but you you can't use the word in the description. I didn't. No, I did. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> there, there's um, I actually found a true crime one too. 
You found one too? Yeah. The Old Texas has a lot. So I know. Uh, I mean, that's where cowboys did the murders. The Janine Ann Jones, also known as the ghostly nurse of Bexar County. That sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. cool. What is the thing and with calling things like Arkan? I know. Well, until you find out that she may have killed up to 60 infants and children. I didn't say Jeez. that she was cool. The uh, name in, was cool. In 1984, she was convicted of murder, and she's actually still in jail. Wait, she's still alive? Yeah. The when was this? Said, 1984. Uh, it was two 84. years before she was, I was, she was born. born uh, she's born 1950. This lady's still alive. Yeah. That would make her It's very easy old. to be alive. Hey, well, she's like Joe Biden's she's age. in her 70s, yeah. Um... She said she never killed nobody, but they they had some proof. There's a, there's, <laughs> is I feel it, like a lot of people say like that. This isn't like the one where they uh, the lady was like running like an orphanage and just like burying babies in her backyard. Is it? No, I don't know where that was. So okay, good. No, I mean it, that could have been in uh, Summit Elementary School in Amar- Amarillo, Texas. Again, Amarillo. Uh, there's a whole bunch of local rumors about the school that is located atop a hill on Northwest Northwest 11th Street. Um, you know, local rumors such as hate crime murders that yeah. actually happened, but um, you know, bad things happen, and yeah. then you're like ghosts come from that. Yeah. Um, murdered sex workers whose bodies were hidden in the walls of the school seems okay. like a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, or a janitor that killed students and put them in a boiler. You know, as janitors tend to do. There's yeah. a movie about that. Oh, wait, no, you, never mind. He got You the spilled boiler. milkshakes in the cafeteria? I'm putting you in the boiler. Yeah, they're like, no, no way, bud. You're, you're going down. You're going down. I feel like at that point, a bunch of plucky school children would have had to have brought down the janitor. That yeah. guy was just like, I'm so sick of you kids puking on the floor. If that isn't a movie, we can make that a movie. Don't that steal is. it. There is, and... <laughs> I can uh, I can after this pass back the reins to Kyle. One, one more true crime one: the Candy Lady, who I looked into because I thought it was going to be connected to the Candyman. Yeah, not at all. Uh, Clara Crane was accused of poisoning her husband in 1895. Great name for a bad person. Yeah, let's just let, I just want to say that right off the top. So she gave him some caramels that were laced with poison. And murdered him because really caramels is a good one to lace because you're really like chewing that up yeah like that stays in your mouth for a while yeah yeah yeah, get stuck in your teeth so even if you're like oh that's got poison in absorbing in all that soft membrane in your mouth (laughs) yeah uh a few years before she allegedly killed her husband uh their five-year-old daughter died and clara blamed the passing of her husband and their daughter oh no blamed her husband for the passing of oh, her okay. daughter. And many believe that's why she killed him. So Probably. the daughter's death was mysterious, but Clara was like, fuck you this man. Her. He killed her. Yeah. Which, I mean, he could have. Very well could have. Clara, I wasn't there that day. Maybe that man deserved it. But you do have a supervillain name. Uh, she was placed in a North Texas asylum, which was known as the Terrell State Hospital, or Terrell. It's T-E-R-R-E-L-L. Terrell. Uh and then 1903, children started going missing near her old property. Children said candy would be left on their window when they were sleeping. And they would sometimes there'd be notes on the wrappers wrapped like the candy was wrapped in. Uh, after several, I assumed they didn't mean like music. Yeah. <laughs> after, uh, so, yeah, they heard someone beatboxing outside the window. And they were like, is there a trail of caramels out here? Um, several children started going missing and the town people believed it was her. Uh, 
because she was know, locked up because she poisoned her yeah her husband. Um, a nearby fa- farmer found teeth in his field, and the town sheriff was killed. God damn! Yeah, uh, he had a bunch of people um, were found with like candy in their pockets. Yeah, and wait for it. The sheriff had forks stuck into his eyes. Yo, this fuck? is the best one that you've talked about. That's why I saved it. This is amazing. Uh, and this no, is like a ghost that people just blame murders on. So all you have to do is throw some candy at why someone. Why the fuck are we making Candyman movies when well, we could be making Candy Lady movies? These are way better, it seems. So here's the thing. I believe that they didn't say specifically in this, but I think she must have been released from the, the, the asylum because everyone was like, Clara's doing it. They're like, she kills people. Yeah. Which, and she was you know, arrested for yeah, one for murder. murder. Yeah. Um, they, yeah, but you can't just blame every murder. But on so, her. well, they, I mean, the candy thing is. <laughs> they went crazy. from like believing that it was her physically to her to spirit. believing it was her. Like she didn't get out. It it's her ghost doing Ooh. all the shit she used to do. I guess it really like they probably should have just gone to check to see if she was alive. Well, and then this <laughs> is the funniest part. Because to this day, it is believed that Clara still, though the candy lady, still roams around luring in children with candy, pulling out their teeth or stabbing them in the eyes. It seems weird. I feel like they should kill, it should kill adult males more than children. Yeah. A lot. It feels like a weird jump. A lot things of are these, meant to scare children from doing things. But yeah. a lot of like these Like taking stories, candy from a strange old lady who might stab her in the eyes of forks. Yeah. I think more stories should be designed to scare adult men. But because she was like murdering for the vengeance of children and literally never killed children. Yeah. Um, that's not the first time we've had something that was like that, where we talked about something where it was like, that started off as they did whatever to save something and then the story gets twisted and all of a sudden now they're murdering that. You mean kind of like the ice cream man? <laughs> or the gingerbread man that no, I just learned about the, the ice cream man the movie that we talked about in another oh episode? yeah, yeah. Where, unless you're talking about the ginger dead man I just watched yeah, a movie review about that again it had been too long since I saw it so I wanted a refresher okay I'll throw this one in here just a little bit I'll give a little 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 synopsis on it since he's talking about the candy lady um, but we'll have to dive into this because this is like serious and this will need like a bigger one but yeah I'll just briefly mention the candy man. Yeah. And this is, you said is like true crime. This is this true crime. This like, is a serial killer. This isn't just myths we could, we could joke about. Yeah. This is Dean Arnold. Coral. So I should stop talking is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Dean Arnold Coral. He was a, a serial killer and sex offender who abducted, raped and tortured, um, a minimum of 28 teenage boys. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of boys. He ended up, the end of his life ended up in Houston, Pasadena, or yeah, in Houston and Pasadena, Texas. But he was originally from um, Indiana, and he got his nickname as the Candyman, or also the Pied Piper, because his family owned the Coral Candy Company, where his mom oh. made like some pecan treats or something like that, and they his stepdad owned like the Pecan Prince, which was another candy company. And then they started a new one, and then his mom and stepdad got divorced, and they became competing candy competitors. So he also cool. always had candy on him. Damn. And he would give it out to the the kids there. He, there's like a lot of misconduct situations that would have happened to him when he was working at the candy company, where he did eventually kind of step away from that. But he was the vice president of that. Which one? Of the coral candy i'm gonna company. be honest you said that him that his dad and his mom had his stepdad had a, a separate oh, one called pecan okay. prince that's such an unfortunate job for a murderer because it's so catchy it's not the first yeah. time a serial killer did something like that 
Jeffrey Dahmer worked in a chocolate factory. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's not that weird, unfortunately. <laughs> that's, that's a lot creepier. Jeffrey in the chocolate factory sounds like a way worse. He lost way, his job for being movie. smelly. Actually, really? yeah. Uh, do you know Steve Jobs did too at first? Lost his job for being smelly or worked in a chocolate factory? Well, like everybody hated him and they like wanted him to leave the office because he was just like stinky. And Moral of the story, take baths, don't be evil. I, you know what? Take baths, don't be evil. I could sign on to that. Um, how, take showers. Baths, are, how, baths feel evil. Baths, how, dude, they, they're for relaxing. It's it's making people soup. What yeah, do you I'm okay hurt? <laughs> anyway. So I used Coral, to read books in the bath. It's relaxing, bro. You know who else used to read books in the bath? People the candy get, man. I was going to say, people get murdered in horror movies. <laughs> that too. Um the way he would get his victims, though, is he would like host house parties for the local kids, like the local high school age kids that are like 16, 17, 15. Take stuff. better care of your kids. Don't um, let them go to a strange man. Well, he house. would offer them free weird and beer. And then, like, some of these kids would come. Like, people knew him, like, as a friendly guy. Like, these kids would come and party with him and stuff. And every now and then he would make advances. That's why on I tell my daughter to them. be suspicious of everybody. It, well, it's of funny. Course. It's funny you say that because me and Ryan actually got invited to uh, a New Year's party for the artist Tommy Castillo. Uh, he, he's passed by now. but mm-hmm. uh, And our parents were like, no, you can't fucking go to a party with a random famous person. Like Exactly. And I'm probably a good idea. Probably, yeah. They're probably a good idea. We were like 16. They saved you from a lifetime of more trauma. Yeah, probably. Well, he made it um, a little bit easier still because, you know, don't go to a party with the strange old guy up the street turned into him having two teenage boys that would go out and bring their friends back for him. Oh, no. Um, I don't remember their names right now, and I'm not going to do that much research into it to this because, like I said, we'll we'll look it up later. But ended up lose his his reign end up ending because one of the kids that he had Did in you his say his reign yeah, yeah of terror like a okay he killed a lot of people over a long he time wasn't a king Jared <laughs> I'm just saying it's, yeah. yeah like I don't even want to right now I'm not going to describe how he did it but his method was horrible like yeah we'll keep that for an episode dedicated to it so people yeah. can skip it if they'd like um but he yeah the, the reason he ended up dying is because he had his two one of his uh little little go-getter guys came to his house and he brought a friend who was intended to be a victim i'm pretty sure but he also brought his girlfriend and dean coral hated girls well and so what he ended up doing was he ended up drugging henley's the name of this kid this kid and tying him to the method in which he murdered people okay um and then drugging his friends too and this kid managed to escape and kill him Oh, damn. So, in his friend's eyes, he was a hero until everything came out about what he had been doing. Is there a movie based on this? I'm sure there is. Probably. It's probably called The Candyman. Here's the thing. It wasn't marketed well. There's a lot of documentaries that I've watched about it. Seems very similar to The Ice Cream Man. Sounds nothing like The Ice Cream Man. I'm just saying. And The Ice Cream Man was not in Texas. It was in some... I think it was in Indiana. I'm just saying. (laughs) The person that was technically like there and with him and he was... Like you know, grooming led to Helped his inevitable him make death. Ice cream. Oh, that's true. He turned him into ice cream, and he killed him in the thing. You really want to talk? Was, we talked about that. I know already. I know it was so funny. It was great. Check out the last episode of Matless episode of of Dark Rub. The Lost Files, the Lost Matt episodes. Yeah, I 
Matt mentioned the candy lady, and I was like, I think no, Dane it's cool. Carl was from there. I'm, I didn't know any of that, so well, I'm, I'm interested to look more into killers. that for another episode later. It's in a th- Texas. That's kind of my favorite part about doing these little, like, in my head I've been calling them anthologies, but, like, we get a little bit of different things, and we're like, I like that. Let's let's do more of that. <laughs> let's rephrase that. Like, we were just talking about serial killer who, like, raped and murdered little boys. Okay, like, I don't, you know what I mean. I like the learning about things. I mean, I like finding <laughs> obscure terrible things oh yeah no it's true because like when you like if you don't know like the true crime as in-depthly as i do you probably you probably think when you hear like serial killer jeffrey dahmer um bundy and like gacy right yeah like the three that everybody knows yeah probably yeah as someone who didn't ask to be on the show yeah those are the only ones you knew about (laughs) For the most I part, teach you I about serial murderers you, all the time. You just mention them. You mention them in passing, and my brain just turns into Charlie Brown, where it just goes. He just goes the happy thoughts. He's like, I don't want to know about all this. He's like, and then they broke in your <laughs> causes Jared trauma. Kyle, I was locked in a van with you. I made you listen to sad music. I didn't do that. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Kyle, why don't you hit us with that robo finisher? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds awesome, right? We wrap up the episode by discussing the cultural impact of these strange tales from Texas. Too spooky for me. I'll stick to the commentary. And why they continue to captivate people today. One, true crime captivates most people. And it's just weird because it went from being a man thing where it was creepy to being a lady thing where it's accepted. And, and that's why it's bigger than it ever was before. And an obsession for a lot of yeah, people. a lot of the a lot of this these like seem to have like true true crimey morals. They're like, oh yeah, we're Texas and we got a bunch of monsters, but all our monsters started out as murdered people. Well, yeah, monsters and ghosts are always a little true crimey. And if the 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 story if if the urban legend thing is true that everything starts off in some real way, then something happened somewhere. Everything's true. got a grain of truth. We also share our thoughts and feelings about these stories and what they say about our relationship with fear. Do we? All of this was written by a robot? Yeah. Okay. This robot was a good writer. <laughs> Including the tangent that we went on for a little bit? Yeah, no, that actually was specifically scripted by it. Yeah, everything that I said, that Fucking was a robot. AI it repeatedly said- Kyle's not even here today. I actually did really good notes. <laughs> the, the robot just told me to keep saying that I was busy all week. We trained, we trained this algorithm. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dark Rum Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. Until next time, stay spooky. You can leave that review wherever you find your podcast, and you can also follow it on the social medias of Instagram and Twitter at Dark Rum Podcast, and send your spooky stories in to darkrumstories at gmail.com. And the best place to find all our podcasts? Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. And if you have a podcast, you can join. Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. Where is that one more time? Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. Okay. R U M R U N N A S. Podcastnetwork.com. Okay. I love you. Bye. That'll be $6.